Hello, hello, I'm Julia, and this is the Dream Your Life podcast. This podcast is your guide to intentionally creating the life of your dreams. We talk purpose and passion and love and work and money and family and attaining abundance across all of these things. I'm here because I know from my own experiences that with the right mindset, all of us can live our dream life. So join me and start dreaming your life today. Hello, hello, fellow dreamers, and welcome back to the Dream Your Life podcast. I am so happy right now. I am just so happy, and I'm so happy you're here. Um, before we dive into today, I well, I just I hope that some of the joy and gratitude that I'm feeling right now can just vibrate on over to you on the other side, right into your ear and into your heart because, well, I know I love being the recipient of this kind of energy and I do think that it can be contagious. So zapping it on over to you. Um, Okay. And you're probably wondering, why am I so happy? Well, yesterday, less than 24 hours ago, um, well, it was a, dream, a day I had been dreaming about for years. I ran the first ever Dream Your Life full day retreat right here in my town of Pacific Palisades, California. There were 22 women who flew in from all over the country. Oh, and also Canada. Shout out Fiona. Um, but it was one of those vision board comes to life days, but, but like even better than the vision kind of thing. When I was in corporate, I put a photo on my vision board of someone leading a retreat. It was this woman, she was wearing all white and I think she was wearing a vest. Um, and she's like, you see the back of her. So you see her hair. And then in front of her, all these women looking up and they're like sitting on yoga mats. And I, I pinned this to my Pinterest board. And I also printed it out and put it on my physical board. And I just remember looking at it being like, oh, something about this image is calling me. I want to be that woman. I want to lead something like this, like some kind of vibey workshop or retreat or I don't know. The the retreats in like Bali and Costa Rica, um, those never called to me as much as something that felt more like California for some reason. And um, this image just captured it. And so anyway, um, I had this image on there and yesterday I'm standing there and mind you, I am wearing all white, white from head to toe. I found this really cute um, like yoga outfit that was, it was a little chilly. So I wanted something long sleeve, but it was um, kind of this long sleeve white top, um, and then these matching white pants and really cool material by Beach Riot, by the way, shout out to Beach Riot. Um, that's another story, Beach Riot. I, I don't know if you know this brand, but Nicole, who um, started it, she was my first roommate out of college. And um, she totally, in my opinion, manifested all of her success. She's incredibly talented, just always has been. She was at FITM graduating from FITM when we, when we were lived together in Newport beach, um, in this cute little house. And she was always designing. She had the coolest style 
And she had the vision of becoming a big time designer. And anyway, she did it. And I love her stuff so much. Um, I'm so proud of her. Her mostly bathing suits, but also um, has these like athletic athleisure kind of line. And so I got this um, this outfit and it was all white and, um, I had a white vest and then I'm standing there. There's the moment when I was opening up the retreat and speaking to all the ladies and they're sitting there on the yoga mats. And I'm looking at the California, um, the Pacific ocean on this beautiful blue sky day. And it was like, Oh my God, I, this, this is the image. And I know I've talked about this before because, um, I've had a few images on my vision board, but this one was very much that that image that I put of this woman leading this retreat in all white. So it was such a cool moment. And the whole day was just like, it, it was, you know, what's funny is um, I was talking to Alex about this this morning. He was like, God, cause he stopped by and he was kind of helping out um, in the retreat. And, he, and then he came for the sound bath at the end. He was kind of in the back Um and he was like, I was watching you and he was like, I just had tears in my eyes because you're just, you're, you're doing what you're meant to do, but also this is what you love doing. And it's true. I freaking love it. I'm like the whole day, I'm like, this is what I would plan for myself no matter what. And I used to get so triggered by this, um, the whole quote, like if you, love what you do. You'll never work another day in your life or something like that. I hated that. I'm like, all right. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's work. Okay. Let's be honest. Um, you're getting paid to do it, but it's truly how I feel, um, about so much of what I do. And definitely yesterday with the retreat, I'm like, I would do this for free every day of the week. Like this is my jam. So it was just, it was so special. And the women there, I mean, it was like, and this is what I kept saying too. It wasn't even me. I did so little talking. I feel like it was very much the energy of this group of soul aligned sisters that came with such pure hearts and just the support and encouragement and love that was felt. And vulnerability and authenticity that we did reflection, we did sharing, we did um, journaling, we did releasing, we talked about triggers and limiting beliefs. We did this crazy powerful breathwork session um, by this woman, Marlies, who is like from another planet, angel, like wizard something. But um, what came up was so beautiful and transformative. And then just the whole flow of the day, we ended up doing vision boards. We did this like photo shoot. Um, but I, it just, it was this feeling of being so connected and so inspired by everybody was just so inspiring. Um, it was such a high vibe day. Like you could feel it you could really feel it. And at one point I checked in with everyone and I'm like, this was after breath work and after lunch. And I'm like, all right, how's everyone feeling on a scale of one to 10? And I swear, everyone was like 15, 10, never felt better. Best day of my life. I mean, and you could just feel it. It was like a tingle in the air kind of thing. So anyway, I'm still riding high off of that. Um, but I was thinking about today's episode and I, I had an interview lined up. I was going to have Jessica Rachel back on. We did, we had an incredible, um, 
oh my God, this was this episode that I'm going to release very soon was so good. It was all about connecting with your business spirit guides. And I know I promised that one today, um, but I felt very called to do a solo episode and to just jump on while I'm feeling this kind of energy and excitement. Um, because what I want to talk about today is how to manifest what your soul actually desires. This is something that came up a lot in the retreat. Like, We need to stop trying to live someone else's dream and really reconnect with what we want, with our authentic self, with with our vision. Um, I think for for a lot of years, I was, and I don't want to say doing it wrong, but I kind of, I was kind of doing manifesting wrong. I, I was manifesting, but not in alignment with what I truly wanted and I'll, I'll get more clear on this, but basically I was manifesting things like hitting my sales targets and getting promotions, signing big clients, and it all worked. I'm not going to lie. I think there's a lot of people out there who, who, you know, the guru type or like the experts in this space, quote unquote experts who say, or believe that you can only manifest something if you truly desire it at a soul level. Um, And I don't actually believe that's true at all because I don't think my soul deeply desired to to be at the top of the leaderboard, um, right? Or like hit a very specific dollar amount in sales. But I got so good at it, at manifesting my goals. And I did this with other things too, like getting the upgrades at the hotels or on flights, going backstage at the concert, like, you know, the car, the hotel suite, the things, um, you know, it, 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 it all can kind of feel like this game once you tap into it and you know what to do. And it's kind of fun. I mean, it is fun. There's nothing wrong with it. I still like manifesting the things. Um, but where I found myself in 2020, well, I, I should actually probably say like tw- from 2014 to 2020 was deeply unfulfilled with my life. I was so grateful. Don't get me wrong. And I'm not saying I was anywhere near depressed or sad or anything really close to that. Like I, I was joyful. I am an innately uber positive person. I can't help it. I think I was just wired that way. Um, I'm very happy. I wake up happy and maybe it's to a fault sometime. Um, or I guess I should say maybe annoyingly so sometimes. And I have gotten that like annoyingly chipper. I've gotten that actually a lot in my life. <laughs> I'm okay with it though. But anyway, I kept I kept pushing this feeling aside, this um, sort of like slapping a happy face on what felt like this heart-wrenching feeling, like this feeling that would flare up every time I thought of the word purpose um, because I knew I wasn't living mine. I was nowhere close to it. That word purpose triggered the heck out of me. I couldn't even be part of a conversation where people would talk about purpose. Like, I think it sort of made me sad or like uncomfortable and kind of disappointed, uh, triggered, right? I mean, but generally speaking, I was really happy. I had a beautiful growing family. You know, those are the years that um, from 24, 14 to 2020 that I had three children and, um, a beautiful home, my dream home, dream community, a a lucrative career at a hot tech company. 
I had the keys too to the ultimate life hack, which is manifestation. So it was this feeling of why do I have such a pull in my heart? Why do things feel so misaligned? Why do things feel so heavy? Why am I waking up with this sense of dread for the workday? I mean, isn't this everything that I wanted? And now, of course, looking back in retrospect, I'm like, oh gosh, Julia, you manifested what society told you was success. You manifested what other people told you success was. You didn't manifest what you truly desired. You didn't manifest from a soul level. You were living the life society told you you should live. And I'm pretty sure your soul knew better. Your soul knew that there was so much in store for you. And that's the pull that you felt. So is it my spirit guides? I don't know. My higher self? Maybe. What I just keep coming back to is I know I have a soul. We all have a soul. And we've already probably done life many, many times. And we all come here with kind of like the purpose and the lesson that we want to learn, the experience that we want to have. And I wasn't living it. And I'm pretty sure my soul was like, Mm-mm-mm. Julia, this is, this is not what we came here to do. This was not the mission. And that pull, that tug that I felt was that misalignment. You were meant to do something else, to serve, to make an impact in a different way, to help people, to coach people, to speak, to share your thoughts on manifestation. And the more that I sat in that corporate career, the stronger that tug from, again, I think it was my soul, became. And I think that's the same for you. And not that purpose needs to be this one thing. In fact, Alex, my husband, his purpose, well, we just discovered this because he just did his first reading with Jessica Rachel um, last week, which I'm 100% going to share more on this podcast um, another time. But anyway, his purpose is to just bring light to everyone around him. He vibrates on such a high frequency that no matter where he is or where he works, like his profession, he is fulfilling his purpose just by being, which is so freaking awesome. And it totally resonated with him, which was also so cool. But anyway, um, that's not my purpose. Mine is serving others through coaching and teaching and mentorship and also in just spreading knowledge around the power of mindset and manifestation. There's so much here and so many ways we could talk about this, but I I want this episode to not just be like this philosophical, well, I get I guess I should say more spiritual discussion. I want this episode to actually inspire you and give you some tools that or some steps, I should say, that I know I would have really appreciated. <laughs> when I was in my past life in corporate and and feeling that tug myself. So where do you even start? How do you even begin to start manifesting what your soul truly desires? Um, I think the most important place to start is in recognizing that there's a difference between wanting something for the sake of having it and deeply desiring it because your heart is calling for it. So how do you know this? How do you decipher, discern between the two? Um, and that's this is exactly what we're going to talk about today. 
Um, but first, again, if you listened last week, um, I did say that I was going to have Jessica back on today because we were going to announce something that we're, we've been working on together. I have decided to hold off just a couple more weeks on this because I'm not quite ready to do the full announcement. But because I did promise it was coming, um, I will say that the program that Jessica and I are launching is for anyone who is ambitious and spiritually open and interested in building a coaching business, um, either on this side or full-time. Um, I'm really not going to expand more on this, but it's going to be a 12-week program I am leading. But what is going to be new and cool and different is that Jessica will be doing spirit guide readings for every single woman who joins. So basically, your spirit guide will tell you your purpose as a coach and who you're meant to serve um, and maybe the entire blueprint for your business plan, which has happened before. It's insane. Um, but anyway, that, okay, that's actually more than a sneak peek, I realize. I'm a, I, I can't, I'm like, I don't know, you can probably tell it from my voice. I just like, I'm so full of energy, just like words are spewing out of my mouth, my mouth right now. Um, but that it's a little more than I wanted to share. But anyway, if it's piquing your interest and you want to know even more and the details um, before I do the full announcement, send me the, a DM with the words spirit biz and I'll give you um, all of the details of the program. And it will be launching towards the end of February. So very soon and I'll be doing the announcement soon. Okay, so let's dive into you manifesting from a place of soul alignment. Are you ready? Okay. So first, I do want to mention that manifesting a life aligned with your core values and your soul purpose does require this kind of exploration of your authentic self. And this doesn't have to be this like deep inner work, shadow work, like, you know, journaling for days and days and doing, you know, all the like programs and stuff around it it can be really simple. Um, it can be something you do on your own. And it's even it's something that we did um, a lot of at the retreat yesterday. It is reflecting and connecting, reminding yourself almost of your values and your desires. We don't do this enough. You know, it's just like, we don't really take the time to think about what we really want. And so, um, well, one, journaling can be a great tool for this, for just reflecting on the things that come up in your life and seeing what themes like really light you up. So the first step is really diving into self-reflection. And to really simplify this, I want you to just think about moments in your life or even just in this past year where you felt deeply connected and fulfilled. Because those are the instances that can kind of provide these windows into your core values and into your desires and into the things you want to think about manifesting more of. Um, I can give you an example from my own life, and I'm going to try to share lots of personal examples today to highlight um, each step. But when I was at Twitter, I had this opportunity to start interviewing our clients on camera. It was actually, it was actually my idea and I pitched it and they're like, yeah, the marketing team was like, this is a great idea. So I had like my own little show, if you will. It was called, um, the thought exchange. And I was the host of this show. And you guys, I 
loved it. It made me so happy that my coworkers started calling me like the little mini Oprah or like Ellen DeGeneres of, of, of our department. Um, but I would sit down and I would do these interviews. And even though we were talking about mobile advertising, I freaking loved it. I, well, I loved the the traveling, of course, you know, I, I would go and film in New York. I filmed in Sao Paulo, Brazil. I got to meet so many cool people. Um, but I also loved the prepping. I loved like the diving in and the research and coming up with interview questions. I loved being on camera. I loved um, that whole process of like, you know, lights, camera, action, go. It's like the thrill of that. It was felt so exciting. Um, I loved conducting the interviews. I felt like I was really naturally good at it. Um, I liked the post-production stuff. I loved helping with editing and publishing and then promoting and marketing it. It was, it was my absolute favorite part, hands down, of my job, of probably my career in corporate. I felt so alive and fulfilled doing these videos and um, it was a really small part of my job. I mean, I was sales business development. So this was really like kind of a side thing that I did, um, kind of partnering with the marketing team. Um, I did these, I don't know, maybe like once a month towards, um, yeah, it wasn't even the whole time that I was there. But anyway, the excitement and fun I had doing it, like it really lit me up. And, um, you know, looking back, it's like, well, it was a clue. It was a clue. And so when I started to, um, in 2020 kind of do the quote unquote work, which for me was a lot of reflecting, um, I, one of the exercises I gave myself, I was like, okay, if I don't know what I want to do or what I want to be when I grow up, what are the things that I actually enjoy? And this was one of the things that came up. Like, I really love interviewing people. I love being on camera. I love editing. It was every part of, of this, this, I loved. And it definitely gave me a clue. And when I, it, it was probably subconsciously one of the reasons that inspired me to start the podcast. I mean, there was a lot of reasons, but the podcast was so similar. It's, you know, it was finding people to interview. It was the prepping. It was the production. It was the live interviews. It was the excitement I felt promoting. It was all of it. It wasn't, you know, live on camera. Um, it was even better though, because it was, it was a topic that I really loved and was passionate about. So, um, you know, I, I think I was meant to interview, to produce something, create something and put it out there. And so again, when I started the podcast, it was like, oh my God, not only does this feel so aligned, but I've been preparing for this. I have been practicing. So for you reflect on these past few years, like what have you enjoyed doing the most? Have there been experiences in your job or um, with friends or at work or just places you've been or things that you've done that feel really aligned or exciting or intriguing? Things that have that like, ooh, this feels right kind of feeling, you know? Um, start writing those things down and exploring them. There's a reason you feel drawn to them. And they may just be your clue into your next step or into a really aligned manifestation, future work, life. So that's one. 
two, step two is, is all around your emotional responses and becoming really tuned in to your own emotions. The whole point of manifesting your desires is to feel good once they arrive anyway. So to create a life you love. So pay close attention to your emotional responses in your everyday life. Your positive emotions are going to signal alignment with your core values and the things you actually desire, the things you put in your vortex. And while obviously negative emotions will most likely to point to areas of misalignment, right? If you if you always feel so good when you're writing, for example, whether it's journaling or writing poetry or creative writing or, or writing for your work, whatever it is, that's another clue. And if you hate, like I did, reading technical documents or reviewing the newest publisher SDK, um, then that's probably not part of your purpose. Sorry, that was a really specific, to my former career in ad tech, SDK is software development kit. And oh my God, actually that word, SDK, oh my God, I just like shuddered. It's just, oh, um, it's just not for me. I am not a software developer. I have zero interest in anything to do with it. It was very painful to like do that part of my job. Um, but anyway, that was a little side tangent, but think about those things. What do you love doing on a daily basis? What do you respond to with positive emotions makes you feel really good? And then what doesn't and make note of these things, just jot them in a note in your phone or, or have a journal for this. It might feel silly to do, but you can almost think of it as like you are detective and these are little clues into the puzzle of your most aligned life. And there'll all be these dots that start connecting if you start reflecting and really making note of it. Okay. So then the final step, um, step three is prioritize your core values. Um, I think this is really about diving deep first and figuring out what your core values are, like what is most important to you. Because again, you can absolutely manifest anything on your vision board. Um, through your focus and beliefs, along with tools like writing it down and visualization. But if they're not aligned with your core values, when they show up, they're probably not going to be what you actually want. <laughs> um, if you've downloaded my new workbook, the Dreams um, Method Manifesting Workbook, which I, I've linked again in the show notes, it's totally free. Um I have you look at your core values and see if the thing that you are trying to call in, the thing that you desire, the thing you want to manifest is aligned. So I'll give you an example from my own life, but something I manifested that this was, well, it was not aligned with my core values. Um, so I have been wanting, had been wanting to manifest new friendships. I think I even talked about it on the podcast, but I felt like my core group of friends from college. Um, and even in LA, they were just sort of dispersed all over the place. I, I have a lot of friends, but only a handful of what I would call really good friends and, and like friends that I actually see and spend a lot of time with. And I was just craving more of that. So I was very intentional in wanting to call that in. Um, you know, I put it on the vision board. I put these like photos of girls trips, like weekends away. Uh, there were 
photos of women on vacation together or at the spa together. There was one photo. It was so cute. But it was like all these women at a spa with, um, you know, robes in their, not robes in their hair, towels in their hair and cucumbers on their eyes and and mud masks on. Um, and then like drinking champagne. And then I had uh, pictures of women on vacation together. And, and I'm like, you know what, Julia, this is the year of girl trips. We'll go to Paris. We'll go to Puerto Vallarta. We'll do wine tasting trips in Napa. And but the truth is when these opportunities come up, so basically like I've manifested all this, <laughs> um, these opportunities come up and the, the, the funny part is that most of the time I don't want to go because although of course I love my girl time, I don't really like being away from my family. And that is the God honest truth. I get like actually pretty bad family FOMO. <laughs> Um, so I go to Hawaii for business now for our, our, um, program career foundations. It's awesome. I'm, I'm speaking at different high schools and, um, you know, pitching our programs and it's like exciting meetings, go, go, go. But Alex will send me photos of the kids and I get these like literal pangs in my heart. And it's not that I miss them so much or feel mom guilt. It's not that at all. It's just like, I don't want to see them out at our burger spot or at the beach because I want to be there with them. I want to like, you know, be with all of them and not miss out on these like beautiful, sweet moments together. So I guess it is kind of missing them, but it's more this like, um, wanting to be with them and, and, and not so much the guilt, if that makes sense. But anyway, um, I, where I am in my life right now is like my ideal Friday night is snuggling up and watching a movie with my kids and my husband and ordering in and having popcorn and candy and just vegging out. And to be honest, if I'm going to be away from my kids on a trip, I either want to be doing it for something really impactful for my business, um, maybe something special spiritual for my personal development. Um, or I want to be with Alex, my husband. Um, and this is absolutely no offense to my friends or friendships. I'm so grateful for them, but where I am in my life right now is that family is most important and not important because they're my top priority, but important because I feel best when I'm with them. It's where I'm happiest, where I feel most aligned, where I'm joyful and content at ease. So Anyway, over the last couple of years, I've manifested all these like new friendships um, in my community and, you know, with lots of other people, even outside of my community and um, get togethers and getaways. And I'm like, well, shoot, I don't want to go to any of this or I want to pick and choose, but maybe go to like something once a month, <laughs> you know, um, my core value is spending time with my family. And this may change and girl trips may become a priority when my kids are a little bit older. But right now I need to realize that if I'm putting a tropical vacation on my vision board, I'm putting my kids in that image. So my point in all this is think about your core values. And if you haven't downloaded the dreams workbook, you can do this. If you go to page three, um, I've listed 25 different core values from relationships to health and vitality to 
success. Maybe that's a core value, confidence, spiritual connection. Um, like I mentioned, and spiritual connection is a, is a core value of mine right now. And if I'm going to be away from my family, that is one thing I will prioritize. In fact, tomorrow I'm going to Abraham Hicks live here in LA. And I'm going with a few of my clients slash soul sisters slash friends. Um, these are a few women in, from the mastermind who flew in for the, the retreat yesterday. But anyway, that's a great example. Like I'm so excited to do that. I'll be away from my kids on a Saturday, but, um, it is something that is a core value of mine and I know I'm going to get so much out of it. So, um, again, look, think about your core values, write them down. They'll, they'll resonate. You'll know what, what yours are. Um, and then when you think about the things that you want to manifest in your life, make sure that they're aligned and not to say like, you know, you, you could still manifest the purse and the vacation and the thing, and they don't have to like all be perfectly aligned to your core values. But if it's like the big things, um, this is a good thing to at least consider and think about. And the whole idea here, I'm going to try to sum this up um, because it is Friday. Oh my gosh, it's three, three, three. Okay. Ah, oh, yay. I love, I love, I love an angel number. Um, but the whole idea is that when you are calling in your manifestations, you want to envision a fulfilling existence where your experiences, your relationships, your endeavors reflect your authentic self, your values, your true desires. So I want to leave you with that reminder. And there are just those three steps that we talked about today. It's self-reflection, reflect on the things and experiences in your life that have brought you joy, where you feel most aligned, most alive. Awareness around your emotional responses in the day-to-day. -day. What triggers you? What do you not enjoy? <laughs> what gives you the ugh feeling like me with software development kits, developer kits? I don't even remember what it is anymore. Oh my goodness. Anyway, uh, and what what just gives you that feeling of, oh, I love this. I love talking to people about X, Y, Z. I love being in nature, guiding this. I love creating something with my hands. I love singing, dancing, right? What, you know, what are those things? Um, and that right there. Oh, and then prioritizing your core values. That's number three. That is the art of manifesting soul-aligned desires. It's really that. It's, And this is what creates a purposeful, harmonious, and deeply fulfilling existence, one that resonates with the core of who you truly are, one that resonates with your soul. And I think that's that's it for me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Um, and if you did love this episode and want to share it, share it with someone, someone who you think it might inspire, who might love the message and need it right now. Um, and also if you, oh gosh, I, one, one little request, but it, I would be so grateful if you could take 30 seconds right now to rate the podcast on Apple or Spotify, like 30 seconds is all. Um, I read every review, so feel free to write a review too. I mean, they make me so happy, but um, it's really about getting this podcast out to more people. So thank you in advance. If you've all, uh, if you're willing to do this and if you've already rated and reviewed, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I really appreciate you. 
And with that, I am sending you so much love and light, and I will talk to you soon.